Let's take a sip. It's a louse. <laughs> Refreshing, so, huh? Yeah. The Vicious Podcast, episode 75. We're almost there. Almost at 100. Uh, we'll get there. Um, this was at gmail.com. Uh, check out the Instagram. Lots of lots of great stuff happening there as well. Um, taking photos of uh, beer cans. Uh, uh, Natty Natty Light has like a strawberry oh, lemonade flavor. Oh man, did I did I ask you about that? I don't think so. Okay, tell me about it because I I I hear that's uh, doing very well. In the markets, like people are buying I mean, it. I've only seen it at one place, but it, it, yeah, they were selling out pretty quickly. Apparently, um, it's really sweet, and you know, Natty Light is pretty terrible tasting. Um, right. Uh, it tastes okay. Um, this place uh, I was at, Boys Don't Cry. Um, it's a good basketball watching bar. The Lower East Side um, also has like a. Um, like a extra PBR extra or something like it's in a black can. What's that? Uh, it's like higher alcohol PBR for some reason. Hmm. I think it somehow manages to taste worse than regular PBR. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving Damn. on. So we've, we've been, uh, been away for a little while, but we're back. Some of us have been traveling, uh, uh europe yellow uh yep um great trip you were texting me a few times throughout the trip about various trifling things i said save them we'll get into them on the on the podcast this would be the time to do that if you if you'd like to um okay i can go into when you pick the top three you want the? I told you a little bit about the weird guy. You want more from weird guy? I know. Yeah, do the weird. You're done guy. with him. You more? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so one night in Amsterdam. Um, so I was in Europe, as uh, Fisherless One mentioned. I was there, <laughs> and I was in Hamburg, Amsterdam, and London. I went with my parents um, for two thirds of the trip. And then London, I was by myself. Um, in Amsterdam, we were staying in separate hotels. So I was down at the hotel restaurant slash bar um, in the bar area, just getting, you know, getting a drink, trying to decide what to do if I was going to go out to dinner or eat there. Just sort of relaxing, you know. And there was one person there, and she was sitting you know, wherever she was sitting. And then there was another guy. <laughs> and I She's sat closer to him, but he was like in the middle of us, right? And so I sat down. Sorry, you're at the bar? Yeah, and he's like two two things away, two stools away. And I see this guy, he's got his headphones on, looking at his phone. And I was like, all right, I've seen people like that, whatever. He's in the bar, just hotel bar. I'm assuming he's a guest because most people just don't go to hotel bars. But I guess I do sometimes, so whatever. What? Anyway, <laughs> so he gets up to walk okay. outside, and I see him, and I see him as he gets up to walk out. And on on the way to the door, there are one, two, three, three tables, 
that are still considered in the bar area and not in the restaurant area. And then there's the other, uh, the rest of the bar. So as he's walking by, he stops by one of the tables and just starts mm. talking to these two women that are there. It looked like a mother-daughter, but I couldn't tell for sure. I don't know what he's saying, whatever. So he talks to them for a minute and then goes outside, smokes a cigarette, comes back in, and then there's another table, and it's full of these guys, and they all know each other and whatever. It looks like they were meeting for a drink before going somewhere. They looked like they were there on business. I guess Hmm. they were all staying there is what it looked like. And he stops and starts chatting with them for a while. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So then he sits down, sits back down, listening to his music, looking at his phone. And then he looks over at me, and then... (laughs) Oh God! You okay? Yep. Did the math. Quick calculation. Yeah, take quick calculation, and then he starts talking. He says hi and introduces himself. He slides over, eliminates the eliminates the distance between us, and pulls up right next to me, (laughs) and then starts talking. And it's like regular talk, you know, like what's your name. Um, What's you know. Wait, what's your name? That what? Yeah, like introduces himself. He's like, "Hi, I'm I'm James." I'm like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Justin." Whatever. Talks, having like random chats. Like, "Oh yeah, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just hanging out, man. I'm from wherever, from New York, just chilling in Amsterdam, family trip with my parents, hanging out." And he's like, oh, yeah, I live here. He's talking about his parents a little bit and that he was born in Boston and then he lived in, in Italy for a while, but now he lives in Amsterdam. His parents were divorced. He was talking about that they just got divorced like two years ago or three years ago. So he was sad about that. <laughs> let me let me just say up, up top, you, you would not make it as like a Jason Bourne type type character. You told him so much just right off the right off the bat. <laughs> But so did he. He gave me a lot of information too. Yeah, see, that's how they get you. That's how those spies get you. <laughs> and so then he goes outside again. No, but then he starts rolling his cigarette. He's talking about cigarettes, and he's like, "Do you ever smoke this stuff?" I'm like, no, I tried it once, and I didn't like it, so I never smoked. And so he's like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna go out and smoke the cigarette. Do you want to come smoke? Do you want to come outside?" And I was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> That's when I felt like you. I was like, this is something that you would do. That's when you put, put your like, headphones in. Do you want to come outside and smoke? I was like, no. Just sit out there and talk to you while you smoke a cigarette? To the guy I just met three minutes ago? No. No, thank you. So, I'm going to be here. I mean, you did basically tell him your whole life story. That's so like, I don't know. Hey, 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 hey. So, then he comes back in and he's like, kind of music do you listen to? Do you want to listen to this? Listen to this. Oh, God. And so he's got his headphones. He takes them out. He puts one. I puts it close to my ear. First of all, shit was on maximum volume level. Yeah. And that was terrible. And then it was like, I, I hate to be like stereotypical, but it was like some, when you think about like, uh, like European <laughs> club, club music. Think, uh-huh. think, oh, here you go. Think about those club seeds and blade. Like that's the music that was playing oh, on his God. headphones, super loud. And I was like, "Nah, God, <laughs> that's not that is it's like, that's not it's really so for me." Like, loud and that type of music, it's like strobe. You get a strobe effect in your eyes just immediately. Right. That's what. I, that's exactly what I said. I said, first of all, it's way too loud. 
it's like this is this music is like okay if played at an appropriate volume but like this it's just unbearable and he starts laughing um and then we chat for a little bit and i don't even know how we got to this then he turned into conspiracy theory guy and i was writing you about this when he started talking about 9-11 he said well will you be offended because he said oh he was talking about how it like um how it has somehow we started talking about like the war in iraq i don't even know where this guy was going with all these conversations (laughs) but he's like well are you easily offended i was like uh well are you gonna say something offensive i mean that means (laughs) it's definitely gonna be racist um (laughs) probably anti-semitic uh, oh, let me let me look at let me look at my I notes mean, from that night. These are gonna be good. You said he's from Boston, so right off, you know, you know. No, but he's. I don't, I don't <laughs> say anything further after that. So then he goes into where is it? He's told me that it was um. Uh, his conspiracy theory was all around the Zionist agenda and that yeah. Benjamin Netanyahu was behind it all. And it was, he started naming names and I didn't care. He's like, well, you got to read this book. It, there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube. And I was like, all right, man, that's cool. Got to read this like, and go to YouTube. I was like, so, so what did they get out of it? You know, if this was a, like, We've gone over our, all of our conspiracies, right? right. We, when we were doing our heavy conspiracy, we haven't done one in a while. I gotta find yeah. a good one for us. I mean, it, we, and we sort of specifically avoided certain ones just because of right. The yeah, the the extra shit that comes with it. So yeah, but I was like, so yeah, I said, well, so what was the end game here? What did they get out of it? He's like, well, they got uh, their war in Iraq that they wanted and money or something. I was like. So they had to crash two planes, three planes to get all that and kill all those Americans. And I was like, I don't know, buddy, but hmm. and I was like, yeah, it's almost like it doesn't really hold together all that well. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, is this like, also okay, the guy who was growing mushrooms or something? Yeah. So he also then when I asked him what he does there. So he um, he he got a, like a, a business grant or something. He, he like Amsterdam is pretty friendly. So he got it was like some like partnership. All you have to do is like, dang, I didn't even remember because I stopped paying attention. He was just talking too much, and I was yeah. No, that's a good idea. But basically, you had to have a certain amount of money and a reasonable business plan, and then they would co-sign your business and help you out with some more money. And I was like, oh. Damn. That's reasonable. Um, and so he, well, he sells uh, hallucinogenic, and he just said, kept saying magic mushrooms. Right. Um, hallucinogenic mushrooms. He only sells the grow kits, though, hmm. um, because it's illegal to actually grow and sell the mushrooms themselves. But if you sell the grow kit, you're fine. But hmm. in order to sell the grow kit, he has to know that it works. So he's actually growing mushrooms and selling grow kits. Okay. Growing and selling mushrooms. I don't even know if he offered to... Did he offer to sell me some? Almost certainly. I I believe he did, and I declined. So then we chatted for like a second more, and then he left. Then I was sort of hanging out, and I'd seen this place earlier in the day that I wanted to go back to like a pretty good beer bar. It got good reviews online. People were happy about it. So I go in there. 
that, that bartender was really great. So I was chatting with him, whatever. And all of a sudden, I look over. Who the hell do I see? No. This God. guy. Again. Oh, by the way, because he kept talking about my parents. Like, because I... <laughs> What I gave the impression that like my parents were coming down, you know, like he was the guy that didn't want to be like I'm all alone out here. And I was like mm, I don't really trust him like that. I'm like oh, yeah, my parents, yeah, my parents are around. They'll be coming down. Right. <laughs> so then he sees me and like he didn't recognize me. I was like hello, and he's like oh shit. So we start talking again, and it's like well, where are your parents? <laughs> This motherfucker. I said, they're around. They're the, I mean, I said, they got their own lives. They're people too, man. They're, they're adults. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we're chatting. And then and now I'm looking back at my notes. I think I was typing this as like he'd gone to the bathroom yeah. and started and talking to more like, random so you, people. Were you typing while I was in the bathroom? So I wrote, Wait, let me see ran, in, me ran into him back. again at another bar. Is he following me? <laughs> Question mark. I don't think so. I'm answering my own questions up here. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then the bartender looks at me and he's like, starts shaking his head. He's like, I'm sorry, man. This guy comes in and does this stuff all the time. Because the guy, he was just going around talking to everybody. And like interrupting people's conversations and just talking. I feel like maybe he was on the autism spectrum or something because he was like, I mean, I he guess didn't care. He was just going into everybody's conversation and just talking. If you're and I was looking, like, but these guys find me all the time, like these strange dudes. Yeah. If you're looking to talk to like, like if you keep going to the same bar, there's going to be regulars, like they're going to get sick of you. But if you just stay at a hotel bar, it's going to be new people all the time. You might find someone who will actually humor you for, you know, a while. Yeah, maybe. And then I ran into him again. <laughs> like two days later, I saw him at a weed dispensier. Weed dispense. I can't even say dispensary. it. Jeez. Dispensary. <laughs> weed dispensary. I was across the street, though, and I saw him waiting in line. I was like, this motherfucker. How is he everywhere? I, mean, I feel like the main part of this is in Amsterdam. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably pretty small generally. So. Am I right? I mean, I actually, I'm just guessing. Well, we were where I was staying wasn't in like central Amsterdam. It was a little bit out, like uh, maybe 20 minutes. So it wasn't like deep in the heart of it. But yeah, there wasn't a, like a whole lot going on out there where hmm. I was. So so yeah, it makes sense that I would see him three times in two days, I guess. Hmm. Um. So there was that one. Have you gotten any um, like random WhatsApp texts from like a strange number that, since you've gotten back? Just asking no, your parents why? maybe or maybe with photos <laughs> of like hot, Man, hot if, I had, if that guy had asked me for my phone number, I don't know what I would have said. I mean, I feel like he could have found it somehow. I wouldn't have wanted to give it to him, but I don't know. I would have been like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't know. What would you have said if he was like, can I have your phone number? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I, I probably would have just walked away without saying anything. <laughs> you probably would have been like, oh, I got to go up in my room. I forgot something and then never come back down until yeah, the next I morning. I would have stayed in my room about next morning. No, the whole, whole time. I would have tried to figure out. <laughs> Does anyone could go to the roof and get a helicopter to go to the train station? <laughs> yeah, man, that that part was weird. Um, 
And then in London, another hotel bar interaction. This woman, I felt like she was trying to get me kicked out of my room. <laughs> and I, I just showed up. What? Um, so apparently she was on some big contract there. She had been placed to work. I think it was in a hospital. I didn't want too many details from her. She would, kept engaging me. I was giving like one word answers and wasn't asking her any questions. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's actually the good etiquette. If you, if you don't want to talk to someone just like, that's the good sort of read between the lines type signal that I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. But she wouldn't stop. So I sit down and it was terrible. It was just rainy. It was pouring rain. It was freezing. I didn't feel like going outside for dinner. I just checked in. I was like, I'll just go down to the bar have a few drinks, eat dinner down there, and then just like, I was tired, just to chill out, right? So right. I was there, and she's visibly upset when I get there. She could tell she's mad. She's like complaining to the bartenders. So the, the I guess the gist of the story is that she's there on assignment, working, I think, at a hospital. And whoever her employer is, had paid for her to have this room in the hotel for an extended period. Like she was on assignment for like three months, something like that. Um, and for some reason or another, the hotel had some occupancy issues. They had overbooked. Hmm. And so their plan was to move her <laughs> to another hotel for like a day or two and then move her back. Okay. And her problem was this, was that she was a long-term, you know, like long-term guest. Yeah. So she probably had a lot of stuff in her room. Right. She had stuff. And why should she have to leave? There's all these people checking in, all these tourists, like it was uh -oh. a dirty word. All these tourists keep checking in and this and that. And so then... um. So she's refusing to leave. She's complaining to the bartender, any staff that will listen to her, this, this. She's getting very upset. Um, and then at one point, the man, she asked, the GM is talking to her, the guy, I guess, that had told her that this is what's happening. It's like, well, this is happening. Right. Uh, I mean, they, and they said that they would pay for the room, no worry. Um, and then she would just have to come back. She, she doesn't like any part of it, um, which is understandable. I wouldn't want to go either and then yeah, turn around that, and come back. Is, like, that's really weird. Like, why? She seems like the last person you would want to, like, re-room to, to accommodate someone else. Unless she had, like, a really nice room or something that you needed. To I, it, it, none of it made sense to me. Like, what are they going to, why would they move her just for one or, I forget whether it was one or two nights, but it wasn't a long period of time. Hmm. And then she would have to come back and she was pissed off because of like another thing that made it even worse was I think she worked like an overnight shift. So she would like go and check in. And basically since checkout time was at like 11 or 12, she gets back from work at like nine or 10 in the morning and then you can't sleep. You just have to go and check out and then go back. And then like that was another part that was pissing her off, which made I mean, sense. Yeah, it seems reasonable. Yeah, all of her all of her arguments were reasonable, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, that's cool. That, that makes sense." Until she tried to throw me into the mix, 
So then I, I'm talking to the bartender and she's asking me questions. I didn't realize this other one was over here intercepting all of our conversations. It's like, oh, yeah, so yeah, you came in. He's like, when did you come in? I was like, oh, today. Yeah, I just checked in. I got no real plans. I'm just sort of hanging out, exploring things. When do you leave? On Friday. And then I turn, I like look out the corner of my eye. And she's like staring, like all in the conversation, <laughs> all up in it. How far away was she sitting from you? Three, three or four bar stools, maybe oh. three. All in the conversation, right? So yeah. then, next thing I know, the general manager comes back. She's talking to the general manager again. <laughs> oh, and this time she's talking loud. Oh, and you got people that just checked in today. You're checking people in today. When you're overbooked and people are checking in, tourists are checking in, they're checking in on Friday, and I'm staying for three months. And I was like, oh shit, she's talking about me. Directly, like directly, but indirectly. I'm like, I'm right here. I, I can hear you, girl. So then that happens. So I don't know what he was saying, because he was he was keeping it professional, talking low, right? Right. <laughs> and then Next thing I know, uh, he rolls up, starts talking to me. Oh, excuse me, sir. How's uh, how's it going? Say what? Say what? God. And I was like, if this motherfucker tries to pull me out of this hotel tonight, we're going to have a problem. And it's like. How would that? I mean, unless you got her room, like that wouldn't make any sense. Sorry, I'm, good. I'm very, I'm very confused, right? So he's like, uh, so how's everything? I was like, oh, it's good. When, when did you get it? Oh, I just checked in. Um, are you visiting anyone here? Or like, what do you, you know anybody here? I was like, what are you fucking customs agent over here? Do I know anybody? I was like, yeah, I made some shit up. Yeah, I got a friend over here. I'm going to be hanging out with him for a little bit, but I'm just staying over here because I didn't want to, <laughs> I was coming up with lies on the fly. Nice. And then it's like, so uh, just checked in, right? So yeah, um, you by yourself? Yeah, I'm by myself. But I, you know, then I mentioned the friend because he asked if I knew anybody. So when are you leaving? I was like, Friday morning. Well, how's everything going so far? I said, it's fine. I ordered drink, got some food coming. It's like, okay, just wanted to check. I can feel this bitch. Now, I didn't want to say it. Damn, sit down. <laughs> I can feel- it's okay. I'll edit it out. <laughs> I could feel her eyes like in the back of my head because I had to turn to talk to him because he came on the other side, right? So I can feel her just like watching the conversation, watching and listening. So he gets all the information he wants out of me. And I don't really know what he was planning on getting from that. Like if I was going to say I'm leaving tonight, like I don't know what his little survey, what the point of his survey was. Okay. Um, so then he leaves, goes back to talk to her, and then he goes back, and he, he's, like, in this separate space doing his work, and she just keeps going. She just keeps going and going, and then more people are checking in. She sees them checking in because she's right by the check-in desk. It's <laughs> like, more people are checking in. It starts bitching even more to the, to the bartender's. And then another guest sits down. She says, well, when are you leaving? And then, oh, Here's another thing. There's somebody comes and sits in between us, right? And she turns and starts talking. And I was like, I don't even remember what the questions were. But I was like, there's no way she's talking to me across this woman, right? <laughs> oh, but a big plate of sausages came out. 
that was what? she had the she had the the chef cook it up cook up some sausages that she bought. So I mean, that? she had been know. there for a period. Of, if you if you get familiar with people, I mean, they'll do stuff for you. Have you what? I mean, she's a long term guest, you know. Didn't you? Did you have a friend who like owned a restaurant or something? Uh, yeah. Would would like would you be able to do that with him? If, like you brought no, some stuff? no, no. But it wasn't in a hotel. I don't know. <laughs> like I bring in <laughs> some fucking butchered chicken and be like, can you cook this up for me, man? Just bring in like a box of like Honey Nut Cheerios. Can you can you do this? <laughs> can you do this up? What can you what can you do with this? Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. So she was eating this plate of sausages, which looked absolutely disgusting. They lo- it looked like a plate of dicks. It was so gross looking, and they looked like uh, they it wasn't it wasn't anything but sausages on there. Um. Yeah. I mean, those like are no big, no uh, sides, no nothing. Bangers and mash. No, there was no mash. I'm definitely. I get that. I get that. She didn't just bring bangers. the potatoes. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Just some bangers. She's just banging it out. Um, <laughs> so I hear her talking. I was like, this, and she's turning in my direction. I was like, there's no way she's talking across this woman sitting in between us to talk to me. But she was. And so that woman leans back. And I was like, oh, you're talking to me. <laughs> And she asked me some more. I don't even know what she asked me. She asked me the information that I already she already knew that she heard me say to everybody else. When did you check today? You already know that because you told everybody. I didn't say that though. And then she started telling me her sad story about how they were making her move out and this and that. And I was like, well, that sounds terrible. I feel I feel bad. And I was like, that's awful. I wouldn't want to do it either. I wouldn't want to leave either. I think is what I said. Right. And I was like, I don't know how they overbook it. It doesn't make sense to me. And then I just left it at that. Dude. I think she just kept talking to me throughout the night. I think she was trying to, once her, her you know, once the GM, she, she threw, you know, she went after the GM to try and get him, I think, to move me or someone similar to me because people kept checking in, which was really frustrating her. But, I mean, then she'd have to, well, I guess the extra people would go to your room. Like I, she was like, move one of them. No, it's like send them somewhere else and leave me nice. where I am. But the whole thing was confusing. Like they were gonna move her out, put somebody else in her room for like a day or two, and then move I her mean, back. Like she sounds like a huge nuisance. It probably wouldn't have been just a couple of days. It probably would have been, you know, indefinite. Ooh, all of a sudden they're like, oh, sorry, we're we're booked for three months now. I mean, she was a couple of weeks into this at this point, right? Bringing sausages and shit, real comfortable with people. She had people's phone numbers. And how did you know? Because that? by the, well, okay, I'll tell you how I know. So <laughs> by the time it was all over, she was real pissed off, and then she started. Then she's like, she threw some stuff. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. I think it was like a balled up napkin. Do not like tell a, me that she threw a sausage at someone's head. <laughs> no, the grease running throw, down. She didn't Fast. throw any bangers at anybody. It was, I think it was like some napkins because she threw it hard, but it didn't do anything on the bar. And the bartender sort of looked up and was like, come on now. <laughs> she was like, we don't need that. And she was pissed off and then she stormed off and then she started crying and she left. 
Yeah, they were definitely trying to get rid of her. She and then like that's nightmare. and then she started texting the bartender. It was like, I'm I'm sorry, I apologize. I didn't mean to throw that stuff. I was just frustrated. And I, in my mind, I was like, she got your phone number. I said, why would you give her your phone number? You probably hooked but, up. No, impossible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that was that one. And then, then they all apologized to me. They gave me some free drinks. They're like, sorry, you had to deal with that. <laughs> that's, wow, that's crazy. That's almost like you can't like hidden camera show type thing. I was like, I said, yeah, you know what? I just tried I just tried not to engage. I let her say what she had to say. It was just like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. You know? Why not so, just leave? Uh, well, I could have, but I had to eat. I was eating too. Hmm. I'm not gonna take it back to my room. <laughs> Pick up my plate in the middle of her asking me, fucking interrogating me. <laughs> like, see you later. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> that would have been pretty good too. Yeah, that. I mean, that's crazy. Um. Okay. Do you have like one more or what? What do you got? Um, I think that's a bit it for now, except for when I told you that the other day about that, I walked into the park and I look up and I just see a bare ass and somebody wiping it. <laughs> I didn't appreciate that. I'll tell you Sorry, what. Can you, can you clarify um, saying you looked up and that happened? Well, basically, I, I think I had looked down at the ground to make sure I didn't step on something. Oh, I, I don't even know. But it was, it's like sort of like a slope. And so I just look forward and look to the side a little bit. And I just see bare ass. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, that's what happens in this park? People shitting in the park? <laughs> or maybe maybe she was peeing. She? Yeah. All I saw was wiping ass. Oh, wait. Wait a second. Here's the better one. Than the wiping ass. Did I tell you about the dance battle? (laughs) (laughs) So at that same hotel, I met some Americans, actually some fucking New Yorkers, and they were in town for the Spice Girls concert, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And they were like, we were chatting, and they're like, oh yeah, we don't know what we're gonna do tonight, but you should come hang out with us. I was like, all right, whatever. Just let me know. I'll, I'll be around. Let's meet back out here at like 8.30 or something. So we met at 8.30. Then we all left. We got something to eat. And then they wanted to still hang out. But it's like <clears throat> London is weird because things close fairly early, like 11 or 12. Things are closing. But some, some places stay open a little later. So we found this place that was open later to eat. And we had something to eat there. And then they wanted to continue to hang out. So we found like this place in, um, I think the neighborhood is called Shore, Shoreditch. Shoreditch. Yeah, that's. You know about that. I do. When I was looking into to going out there recently, um, I was asking people like, what's the equivalent of the Lower East Side in London? And that neighborhood came up a couple times. <sighs> yeah, there you go. So we found this late night bar. It's like this after hours place in Shoreditch. And boy, let me tell you, (laughs) 
So we walk in there and they did a fake ID check, not even like a real ID. And the guy was like, let me see your IDs. They, he checked like, like the first girls, there were four of them and then me. And I just took mine out and he didn't even look at it. He was like looking the other way. I was like, all right, whatever, that's good. So we go inside. It's it's pretty much like a Lower East Side place, um, you know, low lights. And it felt late, but it wasn't that late. It only felt late because everything else was closed. I think it was mm-hmm. only like 12 o'clock. Right. Um, but I had to go to the bathroom. So the bathroom is down the stairs. And then as I'm walking down the stairs, two guys are coming behind me and into the bathroom. And it's like, it gets like those weird Lower East Side bathrooms where it gets like real tight and it's like, corners and shit so i'm like fuck these two guys are following me to the bathroom so now i'm like i gotta be on my alert in the bathroom i'm out here you know i don't know this place right so now i'm like my head's on the swivel while i'm peeing looking for (laughs) trying not to get jumped in the bathroom but that was fine i i think those guys may have been following me because they both started talking to me later and they were talking weird stuff that we'll get to Look at that. Tell me offline first. That's appropriate. They, they were Canadians. I'll tell you that. And then they. Okay. So I don't know not, what else to say. I don't want to know. Uh, so that we're back upstairs, and we had gone in with this guy who was very flamboyant. And he had grabbed one of the girl's hands and he was like dancing around as we went in. And he, one of them in our group described him as fucking auditioning to be a Britney Spears backup dancer. And that's pretty accurate with the dance moves that he was doing inside this place. Um, Um, Were they playing Britney's songs? Not really. It wasn't really like... um, His dance moves didn't really match the music that was being played. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was dancing, you know, and there were some, uh, some people didn't appreciate his dancing, but he was, you know, the movie you got served. Yes. Like he was dance battling people, but they like, there was no battle. He was just acting like he was dead. Like he was having a dance battle, but the person, the other was person he, wasn't. Was he bumping into them and stuff? Oh yeah. There was some bumping. Hmm. And so people got irritated. And one guy got mad enough that he wanted to fight eventually. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he did this for like three people. They tried to have him do it to me. And I was like, nah, he was like going to town on one of the people in our group. And she enjoyed it. But then he started a dance battle with one of these guys that was dancing with a girl, another girl, some date that he had brought. And he was like, he didn't like it. But his friend took offense to it. So his friend is getting in the face of this guy and that the secondary guy, the dance battle guy's friend, he's trying to break it up. And then another guy is trying to break it up. He's like, come on, come on, come on. And there's a security guard. He's just standing at the door and I look over and I see him and he's watching, but not doing anything. <laughs> and these guys, they're actually about to fight because the guy that was the recipient of, of the dance battle moves that wasn't in the dance battle, he's pissed. And now at this point, he wants to fight for some reason. So his boy is trying to pull him back. The other guy's guy is trying to hold him back. The, the Britney Spears guy is like fired up. And he like continues to dance like it's like Michael Jackson. What is that, bad or beating? 
Where they had the knife fight, but the dancing? I was like, what is what does he think is gonna happen? This guy's just gonna punch him in the face. Like so then somebody so then somebody goes and taps the security guard, like, are you gonna do something? <laughs> so then he comes over and breaks it up. That part was ridiculous. I mean, it seems like with all these stories, um, it's like one person being unreasonable and then other people trying to manage that, you know, fairly respectfully, um, which is good. I mean, yeah, I could see Mm -hmm. it going way worse here in New York. Yeah, people were tolerating it. People were laughing about him, his dance battles. They're like, all right, man, cool, whatever, whatever. They're laughing. But then there was this one guy who wasn't having it. He's like, no, I can't go for that. And that's all it takes is one guy, you know? Wow. Okay. Yeah, so that was it uh, for them. Yeah, that's I can tell like... you about the Canadians offline. They're talking weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's vet that first. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it sounds sounds kind of funny. Um, yeah, God, it's so weird, right? Like you- dance battle was good though. I was laughing. He was so weird and good. Was he like um, doing like the robot or? What? He wasn't doing the ro- like, like it was for real. Like he was. Like Beyonce, Britney Spears, backup dancer. He was doing all types of wild shit. He's like, what is this? Then he was doing that. Uh, like, I got the You Got Surf feel because he was putting his hand in people's faces. Like, mm. It's like, wow. Um, yeah, usually you want to do that with people who are... You to do that at, like, a random club. Yeah. It was very strange. And, like... You know, it was even stranger because nobody was participating. Like, nobody else was dancing like that in the whole place. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, he had to be himself, I guess. Um, what is there a place in, in like, Lower East Side or Brooklyn that is comparable to this place, That just in terms of the setup or the look? So um, of, like, what it was like? Let me think. There's somewhere, maybe like the f- the front section of Mission Chinese. That's where like the bar is on the right, right? And it's pretty much just all open. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And then there's like some seating on the left and in the back. And then the, the stairs to the bathroom were in the front on the right. It was sort of like it was set up like that. Hmm. But people weren't moving like that. But it was like, and one guy was wearing a winter coat with like some like fur, fur on the outside. Like he was wearing like a fucking fur. I was like, it's not that cold guy. But he was, he did look pretty sweet. And I know he felt he looked real sweet. So I think that's why he was, <laughs> why he kept it on the whole time. Picturing <laughs> LEG. <laughs> um. Well, my uh, my trifling is yeah, it's it's really disappointing, especially compared to your your great stories you had there. Um, basically, I'll do it really quick. Um, I was uh, 
you know, I'm, I I tend to walk faster than most people on the street uh, in New York. Yeah. And um, I was going down the subway in the morning um, to uh, going into work. And there was a group of people like sort of crowding like the whole, like it was a group of like maybe five or six people crowding the whole like stairwell. Oh, boy. And so like I said, excuse me, like really kind of aggressively to them. (sighs) They look like tourists too. Um, So I, you know. You know, it's a summer in New York. There are a lot of tourists. People are confused by the subway. It can be complicated. I get it. Um, but I, I, I sort of felt bad, like almost immediately, because I said it pretty hmm. aggressively. Okay. And then I got instant karma because I swiped my card to get in. I was sure I had like some money on it, and I didn't. So I walked into the. Thing, and he hit me right in the nuts. So now I angry. So right in the nuts. And that hits hard when you're walking confidently that it's gonna go through. Oh, exactly. Uh, so mm. yeah, it was like that they saw it. They saw it. I think they saw it. Yeah, because mm. <laughs> I I sort of got ahead of them, but like. Then they came, yeah. I think they were just coming down. And then I had to put more money on my card. So they saw that too. <laughs> well, that's why you were Russian, right? Because you knew you had to put money on there. No, that's I didn't why. know I needed to until after oh, I, wow. I got the... They didn't uh, know that. They didn't know. They didn't know what I was doing, probably. They thought, like, I was... They might have thought I worked there. I don't know. Um, the tourist. <laughs> that you worked there. Gonna help them get to their final destination. Um. Yeah. Sure. Did they ask you for directions? No. 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 Wow. Um, Would you have given them directions? I was kind of in a hurry. Okay. You would have just ignored them. I think you didn't hear. <laughs> I mean, I do usually walk around with with my headphones in, listening to podcasts. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, well, let's get into the, um, let's do the zombie escape plan thing. We'll keep it a little, little shorter today, uh, for this episode to ease our way back in before succession starts. Um, oh, yeah. When does that start? August, I thought. July? Is yeah, that July? It's August. Ugh. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I was, I was looking, uh, to see when Once Upon a Time in Hollywood comes out. What's that? And I... What? Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Excuse me. And so, Excuse my... <laughs> I went sorry, to, I have offended you. I went to Wikipedia. <laughs> that <laughs> reaction <laughs> was priceless. <laughs> oh, I actually did forget until you said it like that. Yeah, okay. Um, so I went to Wikipedia... Because um, they already have a post, like a big poster up in the in the movie theater in the Lower East Side. So I was like, oh shit, does it come out soon? It's at the end of July, but the Wikipedia page has a full plot summary for it. Huh. And I... And you I, read it, right? No, no, I'm getting better. But I, I will say, I didn't read it. I don't like that it's there. And I have a whole other like, month and a half to go before it comes out. So... Well, see, you're getting better. Yeah. 
I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're talking about movies, that Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston is actually kind of funny. The, oh, the, the one from a few years ago? No, the one that just came out on Netflix as part of his whatever deal. Oh, Jennifer Aniston's in it? <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty funny. Okay. Um, I think I've liked two of those movies that he did. I like the one with Chris Rock, too. The other uh, ones, not so much. One? Yeah, that one's good. Um, gotta check that out. Um, anyway, let's do let's do the zombie escape plan. You very um, cockamamie. Maybe I maybe I read the email too quickly. That was like <laughs> simple. Yeah, you you seem pretty confident that you can just breeze through the zombie escape plan. Now I set up these scenarios. I spend some time thinking about them. <laughs> I don't want to make it too I easy. Fucking jigsaw over here. I'm uh, yeah, a lot like that. Um, so let me just read what I sent to you. Um, let's see, you're on an NYC subway train stuck in a tunnel between two stops. You're in the head right. car, which right. is empty except for you, but every other car behind it is full of uh, slow-moving zombies. Right. And the ones in the car immediately behind you. Uh, can see you and are trying to get you. Um, they can't immediately figure out uh, the latch at the head of their car, but are, are, are sort of pushing and banging at it. Um, and you're in whatever your general winter wear would be. And you yeah. have to figure out how to escape that. Okay. Right. So they're not on the car with you. Right. But, but you're, in, you're in the middle of a tunnel... You you somehow know that every other car, so like you know the next eight cars, you know going down the train, are full, uh, and you know the door is sort of hard to believe. Suspension <laughs> of disbelief. So you know these doors, you know they open if they if they figure it out, they could just sort of stumble into pu- pushing the latch and then. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When somebody falls down and pops it open, yeah, you have thirty minutes before that happens, and they they do start pouring out. Right, they've learned the latch mechanism. Okay, Okay. so what do you 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 need to get to the street level? So, so why am I just not going to open the door and run down the tracks? Um, which door? Any door. Well, you're on the okay. If you're so the, the back car, door. You, you from your description, they can't get out of their car, but my car's door is still open. So I just get out, I climb down, and I run. The one at the rear. Okay. Yeah. And they're still trapped in there. Okay. Right. Okay. So let's switch it up. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's switch it up a little bit. They they've just figured out how to uh, <laughs> to their car and yours, and they're coming in. <laughs> now what do you? Think? 
ahead of the train. They know. probably don't make it through. They probably a lot of them probably trip and fall through the gap. They're yeah. they're not they're not that agile. Right. Some are gonna but they still it. know I'm there, right? They still can see me. But how? But the ones that figured out the door aren't the ones that are gonna make it. Well, once they get the two doors open, like their car and your car, okay. yes, some will fall off to the side or whatever. But then, you know, eventually there'll be like a zombie body bridge that forms that. You know, they'll just start crawling into your car. Doors open. That's true. I think. I think if uh, I think in one of the mechanisms, if you pull the emergency, the thing, the doors can open. You, Do you believe that? The emergency brake. Do you believe that? No. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I'm, I'm just thinking positive thoughts. Um. I don't know. See, that was that was the tricky part. Well, if they actually they got just, in, I, I was thinking started, about that. It just started coming through the the entrance, so it's not totally jam packed yet. Do you make a? a I think a kick. Try to... No, no, no. I kick a few out and close it. I just hold it closed. Oh, okay. That'd be a tiring. Closed. Yeah. I see. And what kind of train car is this, by the way? Are, is it the double doors or the one single door? It's a double door. Oh, like that's a new tougher. Train. Yeah. So uh, here's what I do, right? I close it. I take off my belt. I wrap my belt around it so it locks. Smart. And then, and then I guess I just sit and wait. I don't know because I don't. I don't know how else to open to, the like, doors. Open a window or open the other door somehow. I would try, but I guess I would start trying to fiddle around with it, press the different emergency things and see if one of those, if I do it, the doors would open somehow. But if they've already figured out that other door and they're crawling around, if I open the side doors now, then they're all coming out. But if I go towards the front of the train and hop out and they're slow moving ones and I still could get away. Well, the thing is, at the front of the train, you can't get out. Like it's, it's that's where the no, no, no. I mean, not not the very front. Like just the the most forward doors oh, on the side. side. side door. okay. Yeah, because they would still be at the back. But how are you going to get them open? Yeah, if I could manage to get, I don't. I I was thinking about that too. I don't think you can without that key, without that funky key. Right. I don't. I don't even think, like, in an emergency situation, in an emergency situation, that the passengers can open the door, unless I, I could so. pry it open somehow. But I don't have anything on my person to pry it open, and I'm the only person in the car, and there's not nothing really in there that you can break off, unless, unless, right? There's the map. There's the frame of the map that holds the map in and I like break that sucker off and I have those so I could use that and they're pretty pointy so I could use that as a weapon against the zombies and stab them in the eye and in their face right so I can open it up every now and then and be stabbing them I'm just gonna keep coming though um okay so or I could go through there maybe clear enough out take my belt off lock theirs instead lock them in Eliminate those ones that are outside and then go. Okay. Yeah, I guess there are handles. That would, that, I mean, I'm talking about like that would be easy, like eliminating five to ten zombies. (laughs) But that would be another way to do it. 
I would have to seal seal their door off first. Right. Maybe seal their door off and let them come in to get me somehow, and then just take them out as they come in one at a time, slowly. Hmm. Yeah, and you and then yeah. and then leave the train after after I've eliminated them. So you'd go through that like the the gap between the two trains. You'd you'd kill a few and sort of hop over their bodies. Right down to the um to the track level yeah i would just follow it yeah okay do the the zombies die by electrocution or no i think they would yeah okay so i could throw some on the third rail i wouldn't necessarily have to like i just you know push a few down wouldn't have to stab them all it's gonna smell really bad yeah it's all right though (laughs) they probably already smell bad it's rotting flesh right Right. They don't really address that in the movies. The funk? How bad everything would smell, like, everywhere. Ugh, you know I think about it. Um, yeah, no, that's a tough one. I guess I do like your idea of using the belt to, to like, lock the doors off. Like, that's good. That's a good idea. But, yeah. Yeah. Like you, you I mean, I don't know what else. At, at one point, you would have, yeah, you'd have to fashion a weapon at some point, and that's the only thing I can think of in the train that maybe you could break off is those those map frames. Um. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you could use your shoes. Yeah, but it's not killing anybody unless you hit them hard enough to hit the the third rail. But is it still electrified if the train is stopped? Mm, yeah. Because, I mean, it would have been working for you to be on it to get to the middle of, like, between two stations. Yeah, true. So, yeah, I guess that would be my plan. But even that is tricky. Because, I mean, the tricky part is going out and sealing their door. Yeah. Um, I guess my thing was, like, I like your idea of, of prying the things the map holder thing off the wall. I think I would try to use that to pry like a, the door open, like one of the side doors. Yeah, I think you would have to do that and, too. And then, although I don't know, like. What if you're like squeezing through the door and then they come and then like your leg gets stuck and they just bite your ankle and then you're zombified. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to confront them at the end of the car. I mean, you could you could maybe lure like one in, kill it, and then sort of use its body as like sort of like a if you push the body back against the other ones, sort of using it like a human shield to so stab it quickly in the head. But then it's not going to be amazing. okay. I like that. Yeah, you right. could sort of, right? You could sort of, back. if you sort of like stack them up in front of the door, create another barrier, right? Stack up the dead zombie bodies. That's the only door you can get out of. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This is a tough one. You have to. I mean, I guess once they start coming in through the door, you have to make your move really quickly. Right. There's no way you have to confront them. Because if you start letting them on, like yeah, that's you're you're done. I guess yeah. Like, 
I guess when people are stuck between stations, they do have people come in and unlock them with that weird shaped key, like unlock right. the door. Or they just come out the, the end of the car, I guess. Oh man. But so wait but wait a second. If I'm at the front, then that means somebody's up there at the front with me. No. Yeah. The guy is there. Well, no. Like uh, this this is the rules of the of the thing. He went back to check. What if he's he's a zombie? Oh yeah, he got out to check. He's like, I'll be right back. He's like, I got I got this. I gotta check this out. (laughs) I just hear him yell. Yeah. Like then you realize you're all alone. Yeah, I guess you know I think for future versions this week we got to do something where you have like a companion with you because i think all the zombie escape plan things we've done it's been on your own (laughs) i mean it does sort of make it easier just to like control like as many variables as possible but right yeah i i mean i just keep thinking about my one running in circles for 45 minutes walking in circles (laughs) <laughs> doing my role and then get up and walk told, some more yeah, I, told someone else, I told someone else about that the big loft room and uh, yeah. they agreed that the walking in, in circles thing was probably the best strategy even if you have to walk for 12 hours straight <laughs> oh gosh terrible yeah yeah, you could put another person in there. Okay, so let's, well, really quick, like, okay, say, say it's um, our mutual friend um, that works at Cats. It's you and him. Yeah. What, what, I mean, this, in this scenario, there? I don't think it, like, really changes it that much. I guess with two people, you'd have a better chance of prying open one of the doors, right? Because you could go from either side. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Wow. Damn. <laughs> You're going to be like, what's his name? And uh, Walking Dead, that terrible dude. I think there's a lot of people, a lot of guys in Walking Dead who have done some True. Like in, the, in the beginning, in the beginning, when he shot that guy. Dang. Yeah. I've just described so many people in Walking Dead. Yeah, when, I was, when, I was, when I was really watching it, the guy that plays the Punisher, Bern, Bernal... And then he shot that heavy set guy when they were running away. I was like, that was fucked up. Yeah. That guy was real nice and he was helping. And then no, he was I gotta, like, I gotta I, get away. I actually have a really good scenario that I was I was gonna do for this one, but I was like, uh you might you might find this a little bit too intense. So let me Oh let me think about well bring it. it next time. Bring your intensity. I'll do it. I'll do it next time. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough. Yeah. One. I'm ex- I'm excited for it. Oh, you 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 regret saying that. They better not be fast moving zombies. No. Oh, then it's okay. Mm, no, we'll see. <laughs> I better not be tied think, to anything. Think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Damn. Uh, no. <laughs> No, you're not in this one, but that's, okay, that's, good. Maybe that, that's a good angle. Um, 
Okay, so adding a, a compatriot doesn't doesn't really change it much. No. You still, yeah, you still got to get out through the same same way. Right. It might make it easier to like break some shit and squeeze out because you know I guess you'd have double the power to open something. Right. Because those top windows, they look they're too narrow. I don't even think I could slide out of there. The ones that just you know bend yeah. down. Um, yeah. If you could break it off, <clears throat> you might be able to squeeze through. I don't know. Well, if you could break it off, off at least, then you would have that as some sort of like a barrier protector, like a weapon. Right. You know, as you could use it, it's kind of like a battering ram and like a shield, and sort of like just like push, push the zombies back. True. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'd say I'd put both of our survivability rate at. Around ten percent for this this scenario. Ten <laughs> percent, dang. My first one, your first scenario, I was at a hundred percent last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I was like, I'll just open the door, <laughs> run away. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big gap in the. Yeah, I don't know how. All right, well, whatever. All right, well, let's let's wrap up. Um, <laughs> On that note, any closing thoughts? Uh, oh, one closing thought. So I saw several advertisements for fast food, and I thought of you immediately. Okay. So in Amsterdam, they were advertising Kentucky Fried Chicken. They had fried chicken tacos. Okay. And it was, um, it was fried chicken, some taco fixings, and it was a hard shell inside of a soft shell yeah would you would you buy it i mean taco bell has something like that here except exactly that's what i wrote i even wrote that in my note what did i say kfc has fried chicken tacos really more like chalupa had shell inside of soft shell yeah (laughs) i would definitely so you're a buyer you're a buyer on that one of course okay fair enough did you try it no absolutely not (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> maybe next time I haven't had any exciting fast food recently that's probably for the best yeah most likely those fries got that craving <sighs> every now and then yeah. all right well after you eat some fries eat something green that's right eat something green 75 Zombie escape plan. Uh, okay, I'll do better next next time. You're gonna you're gonna. I'll zombie. zombie I'll I'll zombify you up with okay. some fast zombies. Terrify you. We'll see. We'll see. You're not gonna like it. <laughs>